We are so excited that Grubly Farms now offers Grubly Layer Feed. It is the world's first naturally balanced feed that is made from farm-grown insect protein and plant-based ingredients. This means soy, fillers, and fish ingredients are not included. Grubly Layer Feed is a healthy mix of grub and plant-based protein, essential amino acids, vitamins, and minerals. This empowers you to feed your flock the way nature intended, and your feathered family will be strong, healthy, and happy. So head on over to grublyfarms.com and use code FARM15 to get 15% off your first order. Oh, hey, Sam. Oh, hey, Bev. What you drinking today? I'm thrilled that Mad Tree has their Soul Drifter back. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's got a picture of, I don't know what that is. It kind of looks like a tree, <laughs> but it kind of looks like a beet underneath it. I don't know. But mm. it says, get outside in the sun while drifting with a cold one. And Soul is spelled S-O-L, like Sun Drifter. So it's like the perfect... Uh, the perfect summer beer. So what are you drinking over there? So I made my own concoction today. Mm. I have a bit of lime LaCroix, um, some Tito's handmade vodka. And I also have these little like uh, Mio energy things. So they're like little water flavor things. And it has, I have the flavor strawberry pineapple smash. So it's a little tropical feeling today. But the nice thing about these Mio Energies is that it adds a little caffeine and B vitamins to my booze, too. (laughs) So cheers. (laughs) Cheers to that. Yes. And welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things, the mini-sode. Yes. And in today's mini-sode, we're going to cover a few can't evens that were in our Facebook group. And we also have two voicemails to share with you today. Fun, fun. Mm -hmm. And our drink peep this episode is our friend Elise Ferguson, which is at EGF Brahma Mama over on the Instagram. So cheers, lady. Cheers. All right. So this week's first can't even is from Angie Marie. And she shared with us a pretty delightful post that includes a video of a pig that gets a little drunk on some old shine mash. And um, yeah, you guys are going to have to check out the link and go watch the video. It is kind of sad, though, (laughs) in a way. (laughs) Because this poor pig gets so drunk it can't get up. And then when it gets up, it it just kind of rolls downhill. Yeah, I felt a little sad for the pig, too. But it is kind of funny. It's like one of those... I'm not supposed to be laughing at this, but I can't help it kind of things. So. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Definitely felt a little guilty. (laughs) So our next item is from Katie Vandiver. Uh, She posted this in our Facebook group and she says, here's my can't even and farm story all in one. 
My driveway is a quarter of a mile long, and today I met my BFF at the end of it as she was heading out of town. I took the four-wheeler, and as I'm standing there talking, my entire herd of goats mosey into the road with my Great Pyrenees, (laughs) bringing up the rear. Y'all, I can't even make this up. Thankfully, my dog knows her job and kept them all together until I headed back home. And then she gracefully led them back like it's a daily activity. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. They probably planned it. They had a meeting and they planned it. (laughs) Maybe they just wanted to say bye to her BFF, too. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) All right. So our next can't even was in the group as well. And it's from Vanessa Smiley. And the headline of this older-looking news article reads, Duck eats yeast, quacks, explodes, man loses eye. It's quite the headline. Newspaper headlines used to be way cooler than they are today. Now they're all, like, (laughs) clickbaity. I don't know. I totally click on this, though. (laughs) I'd click on this, too. I feel like this is more clickbaity, but more direct. Like you know what you're there's getting. There's no yeah. There's no sus- suspense. You're like yeah. A duck ate some yeast, quacked, exploded, and he, a guy lost his eye. So I guess you have the whole story in the headline. You don't have to read it, but if you're morbidly curious, you read it. And we definitely <laughs> were. Yes. <laughs> so this happened in Des Moines, Iowa, um, and it reads: the strangest accident recorded in local history occurred this morning. When Rodamanthus, a duck, quite the name for a duck, which took a prize at the recent Iowa poultry show, exploded into several hundred pieces, (laughs) one of which struck Silas Perkins in the eye, destroying his sight. So dramatic. (laughs) The cause of the explosion was the eating of yeast, which was placed in a pan upon the back porch and tempted his (laughs) duck ship. Which was taking a Sunday morning <laughs> stroll. Oh, man. I'm going to call Chuck the duck his duck ship. From you now should. On. You should. <laughs> Upon returning from church, Mr. Perkins discovered his prize duck in a somewhat lodgy condition. Loggy? I think it's supposed to be dodgy. Dodgy. I think part of the, I think part of the D got rubbed off. <laughs> yeah. Telltale marks around the pan of yeast gave him his clue. He was about to pick up the bird when the ladder quacked and exploded with a loud, uh, I don't even know what that is, report? Report? Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. Perkins ran into the house holding his both hands over one eye. A surgeon was called who found that the eyeball had been penetrated by a fragment of flying duck and gave no hope of saving the optic. Whew. <sighs> wow. Wow. That's what you get for naming your dog a really long name. <laughs> and leaving out yeast. Guys, don't do that. Don't well, do that at home. I wonder if old timey yeast had to like Maybe. be sun activated or something. Maybe. Oh. Well, it makes the duck activated. So yeah, it do does. It. Not in a good way. No. Oh my god. He won't do that again. No, definitely not. <sighs> Poor Doc, rest in peace. Yes, rest his. in peace. His duck Peace. Ship. Pieces. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to. Oh, okay. We're terrible. We're the worst. All right. What's next? 
<laughs> All right. Our next one is from Katie Montgomery. And she <laughs> shared this can't even about llamas. And she said, also, I want to know what the guy who thought to start looking at llama antibodies was smoking. So here, I'm going to read part of this article <laughs> so that you know what I'm talking about. So the the title is, Hoping Llamas Will Become Coronavirus Heroes. And it says, Antibodies from Winter, a four-year-old llama with great eyelashes, have neutralized coronavirus and other infections in lab experiments. I want to know where she got her eyelashes, because mm-hmm. I would like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently, they're checking the antibodies of these llamas because they are killing some diseases in a lab. And uh, what it says is, it says that she's not a super-powered camelid. Winter is simply the lucky llama chosen by researchers in Belgium, where she lives, to participate in a series of virus studies involving both SARS and MERS. So finding that her antibodies staved off those infections, the scientists posited that those same antibodies could also neutralize the new virus that causes COVID-19. And they were right. And they have published their results in a journal. So apparently uh, using llamas for antibody research isn't anything new, Hmm. um, but it's fun and interesting. Very. I mean, this article did get me to click on it, but it was representing what it said it was, which is just freaking awesome. Ugh, the farm community is really just killing it with this stuff with the llamas, and then also the whole ivermectin study thing. Yeah, I mean, you gotta love being able to take things that are already in existence to help battle a pandemic. I mean, I love it. <laughs> and I guess ivermectin is actually used for all sorts of things. It's not just worming like I oh, yeah. originally thought. Yeah, I didn't know that when that first stuff started coming in. So there are like human uses for ivermectin, but it's not the same no. stuff that you get at the no. at the farm stores. Don't go buy that and start injecting it in yourself. But when <laughs> I read that later, <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know that it was approved for human use, but in like specific ways and yeah. doses and things. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be shooting yourself up with ivermectin. First of all, it's going to burn. Oh, oh, yeah. We just did those injections again yesterday. And it's so funny because now we've done it a couple of times. I'm I might, well, I should say my husband's done it a couple of times. Um, and it's so funny because the only goats that really freak out about it are the ones that have balls. Everybody <laughs> else is just kind of like mildly annoyed by the burning sensation. They, you think you amputated their leg. So oh. I can't imagine like injecting that into myself. Like, yeah, no. Just to see <laughs> if it helps. No. <laughs> No. No, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I don't have balls, so maybe it'd be fine, but... <laughs> yeah, you'd be okay. <laughs> I said that with such confidence. <laughs> you did. I appreciate your confidence. All right, so our next can't even is about a bull. And um, Katie Montgomery shared this in our group. And the post reads, Our bull, Ron, would like to apologize to everyone in Chapleton and Strathaven for causing last night's power out cut to over 700 homes. He had an... (laughs) He had an itchy bum, so he scratched it on the electricity pole and knocked the transformer box off. Oh, no. He just happy. He's just happy to be alive this morning after somehow escaping 
11,000 volts and a large bump to the head. <laughs> I think we will Aww. rename him to Sparky. <laughs> I, I love think, this bull's face, too. No, he just looks like he's been through a trauma. Mm-hmm. He's like, what did I do? Poor guy. <laughs> poor Sparky. <laughs> yeah, and poor everybody that lost power. That sucks, too. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So you can send us your can't-evens by submitting them in the Facebook group, or you can email them to us at drinkandfarm at gmail.com. And now to our next segment. I feel like we need some transition music here. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to think of something. We'll come up with something. Not the, this episode, but a future scene. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but that. <laughs> so we have two voicemails to share with you guys today. The fun. first one is just kind of a, a fun general uh follow-up from our friend Vanessa at Six Paws Farm. Um, So I will play that for you guys so you can take a listen. Hey, ladies. This is Vanessa at Six Paws Farm. Um, First of all, yes, there is a three-minute limit, apparently, which is totally fine on your voicemail. (laughs) Um, Second, I have now officially put this phone number as a contact in my phone, so (laughs) I don't really know what that says about me. But uh, but I now have it as a contact because I keep forgetting what the number is. Um, and the last thing is I actually do have a question, um, kind of for you guys, but also for any listeners out there. Um, we've been having, we just moved to a new area and we've been having issues with, of course, predators with regards to our chickens. And I was wondering what sort of like, um, success stories or tips and tricks that you guys have used or had or have known about, or if any of the listeners, uh, know about. Um, for helping deal with predators where we've ordered a bunch of new fencing and we're just waiting for it to come in. Um, and the fox is just getting braver and braver and braver, uh, mm. here. Um, and I was just curious what type of, what type of success stories people have had with, um, uh, dissuading, is that a word? Dissuading, uh, predators for their chickens. Um, so yeah, that, that's my question. Thanks for everything that you guys do. Um, and, uh, yeah, cheers. Bye. That's a good question. That is. So the first thing that immediately came to my mind when she mentioned that was, um, you know, those pea shots that we've gotten in our honey and rue boxes? Yes. Um, because her issue is a fox, uh, the best protection will be like urine from a bigger batter canine because the fox isn't going to want to go into like the wolf's, you know, uh, domain. So a wolf yes. pea shot or... 12 depending on how much space you have to <laughs> cover might be worth looking into mm-hmm. um you can also invest in a livestock guardian dog um they can um guard chickens uh if you get a puppy obviously that's going to take some time before that is something that can be utilized even an adult dog that you are able to adopt goes through an adjustment period too um, and that would be heavily dependent on if uh, they were around poultry to begin with. Um, some people say that Great Pyrenees can't be around poultry. Others say that they can. So it might just depend on their breeding and what they've been around already. Um, so that's an option as well. Uh, I would also just like if if you're going to fence it, just make sure it's super strong and not something you can get into and maybe put in a hot wire 
I don't know. We had a fox um, for a while that was kind of hanging out, but he, I don't think he ever came over. Um, I think he maybe got one of our ducks is what I'm suspecting got him, but it could have been a number of other things too. Um, we're just not really totally sure. I just saw like a blur out of the corner of my eye when it happened. So yeah, I don't know how helpful that actually was, but the whole pee thing might be a good place to start. And uh, I like what you said about a hot wire too. I've heard that electric poultry netting works mm-hmm. pretty well against mm-hmm. those uh, more persistent predators. Mm-hmm. Uh because, like, that's the thing about a fox is once they figure out that they can get a meal at your chicken coop, they'll come back until there's none left because right. it's just the way that they work, which sucks big time. And, right. in fact, I haven't had any issues, knock on wood, I don't want to bring any to me, <laughs> um, but I haven't had any uh, come into the yard since we even just got the donkeys. So the donkeys don't live with the chickens, but the chicken oh. coop is right next to the donkey's pasture. And I haven't seen, like, even in the wintertime in the snow and stuff, I used to see, like, raccoons and possum paws and coyote paws and stuff. None of my animals have ever been taken by a predator, but they were around. And this winter, I didn't see any of that. Wow. Because this was the first year that we had Herc that close, you know, to everybody. So just his presence was enough to, like, you know, they don't like being around livestock. So... Hmm. Or at least that kind of livestock. <laughs> they so love chickens. Get a donkey, place it near your chickens. <laughs> well, and I think that she has some because she's a yeah. rescue. So I'm thinking maybe like, I don't know if the chicken coop is movable. I don't know if that's, you know, like useful advice whatsoever. But I definitely like having everybody really close together. Mm-hmm. It's easier for me at your time. Oh, yeah. I have to go walking back and forth across the whole property. But also like things like, you know, having a territorial donkey that yells at everything around is pretty <laughs> handy. <laughs> Even if he can't like actually get in there to, you know, like chase something off just him being around is enough to make them not even want to try i love it mm-hmm. yeah yeah so keep us posted on <laughs> yes i want to know problem. what works yeah so next is a fun message from mary so i'll just go ahead and play that Hi, this is Mary. I'm calling from New Hampshire, and my Instagram handle is at notaprofessionalhomesteader. I love so it. I think <laughs> I have been listening to too many podcast episodes in a row, and the reason I say this is because I just came in from a long day of working outside, and this is what happened. I went to the kitchen table. I don't know if you can hear that, but that's the sound of a wine bottle opening and I said to myself (laughs) oh hey there Mary to which I replied oh hey there Mary what you drinking over there (laughs) well I just opened a bottle of my homemade rhubarb wine Ooh, that sounds super organic (laughs) and free and fresh it is I mean it took a long time to age but it's just super crisp it's like a it's like a light rosé, made out of rhubarb and not grapes. Anyway, obviously I love the podcast and I love what you both are doing and it brings me real joy during my commute and during my workday. So, cheers ladies. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, cheers. I could not stop laughing. And I took a drink of my beer right before that started. And I almost <laughs> spit it out all over everything. <laughs> ah, that's too good. We really appreciate it when you guys call and leave us voicemails. You can also text us. Um, but maybe you know, if you're having a hard time remembering the phone number, be like Vanessa and add us as a contact in your phone. How cool is that? I feel pretty honored that somebody would add us as a contact in their phone. Yeah, both of those were super honoring. We were added as a contact and someone had like a whole intro to our podcast with themselves yeah. while they were drinking. And she nailed my California accent, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so we have just a little bit of housekeeping before we sign off on this mini-sode. Hit the subscribe button and download the episode when you listen, because that helps more people like you find our podcast. And if you need to add our phone number to your phone or just have it handy, it is 401-426-3276. That's also known as 401-426-FARM. So you can call and leave us a voicemail or text us your farm story, your questions, your can't evens. We really like getting stuff that way. So if you feel so inclined, we really appreciate it. And be sure and leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts because we read those reviews on the podcast and you get entered into a drawing to win a fabulous drinking vessel that is not and will never be in the shop. Yes. And you can also do us the favor of sharing that you're listening to this episode over on Instagram and your stories by taking a screenshot and tagging at Drink and Farm. We will send you a promo code just for that episode that will give you a percentage off in the shop. And make sure you take a look at the show notes for links to the can't evens we discussed in articles. There's also a link to our merch shop and some other fun things. Mm-hmm. So this was fun. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Literally couldn't do these episodes without you. So thank you. Yeah. They wouldn't be a thing without Uh you. So all of our gratitude and all of our thanks. Yeah. (laughs) And until next time. Drink. Farm. And and give give zero clucks. clucks. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. We drink things. We farm things. We drink and farm things.